Hello, welcome to Just Another Football Podcast with me, Danny Miller, and not Josh Bentley, because he's at the cricket. Uh, I've got Naomi with me, she knows nothing about football. Yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> um, so we're on our way to Anfield now for Newcastle versus Liverpool. Uh, we're sat in the away end, of course, and um, <clears throat> it should be a good game, like, historically... Liverpool and Newcastle's always been good games, even last season. Um, and Liverpool kind of got away with one at St James' Park last season. Could have derailed their title bid even more. Um, but today, it's kind of a different story. They've had a perfect start. Um, and Newcastle have taken seven points from the first four games, including a loss at Norwich, but a win at Spurs. And I think if they set up kind of how they set up against Spurs... Uh, in a very defensive formation I think we only had 20% possession on that game I think if we sort of set up like that We're going to be okay uh, And we can kind of keep the score down um, I'm not holding out much hope for a win I have to admit um, But my score prediction I think Josh has gone for 3-0 Liverpool No hope from Josh uh, But I'm going to go for a 2-1 win for Liverpool. Naomi, what's your prediction? 2-0 uh, 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 to Liverpool, I'm afraid. 2-0. I think that the reason I've predicted us to score is because I think that what we did against Spurs um, was kind of nullify, not just nullify their threat, but um, we kind of didn't we took our chances and I feel like if we take our chances today which we will get because I think Adrian is not obviously not as good as Alisson but I think Adrian's got a mistake in him and I can see Joe Linton or Almiron pouncing and Almiron scored in midweek for Paraguay and so hopefully he'll be on a high after that we're just going to have to see Um, but yeah 2-1 prediction from me we'll see you soon into Atsu and then he just turned and Willem's made a brilliant run down this near side and popped a shot on his right foot brilliant finish Adrian had no chance Newcastle won Liverpool nil so Anfield's just erupted uh, Sadio Mane just basically scored the identical goal to Willem's cutting on his right foot and bashing into the top corner it's a good finish um, Newcastle have been playing really well defensively. That's the first real opportunity Liverpool have had. Uh, well, you can hear the noise in here now. It's uh, It's been like a library for the first half hour or so. Um, with all of us making all the noise, basically. But uh, you can hear that. They've finally woken up. Um, so it's 1-1 here. And from absolutely nothing, Liverpool are 2-1 up. Um, mistake by, I couldn't really see it that well, but it looked like Dubravka came out too far um, and Marnie's just popped it past him and then popped it in the back of the net um, I think it was just a defensive mix-up um, disappointing, because they don't deserve to be 2-1 down, Newcastle have defended really well but uh, and they've had a couple of good opportunities as well 
Uh, one coming literally about 30 seconds before that up this end. Um, but here we are, 2-1 uh, down. Uh, it's been a good game so far though. So it's half time, we've just watched the goals back. Brilliant finish by Williams, brilliant finish by Marnie. Really disappointed with uh, Dubravka for that, um, for Liverpool's second. Um, they defended really well, I think for the first one as well. Well, for both the first two goals, I'd say it was like a defensive mix up. Um, but you don't stop either of those goals, so you can't, uh, you can't have too many. Uh, like problems with it. Um, are you enjoying the game so far? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, we're probably going to get a little appearance on the telly, aren't we? Yeah, we're right in the corner and the goal celebration was right in front of us. It was amazing. Yeah, it was good. Good fun. Um, obviously, second half still to go. There's more guilt. There's definitely more goals in this match. Uh, Newcastle have been in a couple of times, a couple of like sticky chances. The big problem that I'm seeing from where I'm sat, which is obviously not very high up, um, is that the midfield are dropping too deep um, and they're just inviting Liverpool on. I think that's the difference between having Longstaff and Shelby in there. Um, but we'll wait and see to see if he changes it in the second half. Matty Longstaff is currently warming up. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he comes on or even Keyson Young um, would be a, would be an option as well um, but we'll just have to see uh, Firmino's come on Irigi went down injured I'm not sure what happened but um, Firmino's come on we would have expected he would have come on at some point anyway um, but we'll wait and see for the second half it's going to be interesting definitely more goals in there um, yeah it's been a good game so far so Liverpool have just scored the third but more worryingly and in the long term for Newcastle is that Fabian shares down um, he's holding what looks like like the back of his knee uh, what a pass by Gino Ronaldo what a like, little flick for Salah um, it's brilliant but this is a huge huge worry for Newcastle um, because if he has to go off and he's out for a long period it could be crucial to a staying up he's been immense this second half um, and just caught out there by some wonderful football so the game's finished 3-1 we've just got out of the ground um, we're walking back to the car now um, verdict me? yeah um, realistically I actually just don't think Oh, I don't know. In the first half, I didn't think we, was, we deserved to be 2-1 down. I think we, ex we deserved to be a draw, like a draw by half-time. But actually, the second half, yeah. We're, we're, like, we weren't attacking as much. We were just, like, quite far back. Well, the, the problem was and that... they were. The, once they brought... Um, Firmino. Yeah, Firmino on. Because just the front, the front three, we were just, like, attacking, attacking, attacking. Yeah. And we weren't. Yeah, definitely, and I would say that, like, like I said um, to you in the stadium, when Firmino came on, it just looked like the, all the players, all the Liverpool players, just grew an inch and just said, "Right, we're going to win the game now." And he came on at one-one, and literally like a minute later, they scored to put it at two-one, and it wasn't like a, it was a mistake from Atsu, but it was that pressing that they weren't necessarily doing when Origi was on the pitch it's interesting so in terms of the game itself uh, 
scoot past that. Uh, in terms of the game itself, uh, I thought Newcastle didn't disgrace themselves. Um, <clears throat> they were sat very, very deep, um, and I think that was the we we missed uh, Sean Longstaff today massively. I think when you play Shelby, as I said to Naomi at the start of the game, and I've said multiple times, Shelby loves to play a Hollywood pass, but like he'll do one Hollywood pass in three games maybe. Yeah, he didn't blow me away today, like. Well, I just don't think he was there. I don't think he played particularly well. No. I think he didn't stand out as being particularly poor, but he didn't stand out playing particularly well either. Um, he was kind of a non-entity in the midfield. Those many more standout players. Well, I, I remember, I remember him making one flying tackle in the first half, which was like a very, very good tackle. Um, but other than that, like I only re- really remember Hayden going in and making like proper challenges. Um, from a Liverpool point of view, I mean, I saw, I suppose that's what kind of what you would expect when Liverpool are playing three in the middle and Newcastle only playing two. Um, but we're seeing more and more that Liverpool's midfield is becoming. I think Jurgen Klopp is kind of starting to settle on his midfield a little bit. Um, that one of that one today of Wijnaldum, who I thought was excellent. Um, he, he goes under the radar really. In terms of a, um, he's not really a creative midfielder, but he's not necessarily a huge, um, like, or hugely defensive. But what he does do is he gives them a bit of steel in that midfield and he does crop up with a few goals. He does crop up with a few challenges and I think he's a good all round centre mid. I'm not saying he's as good as like Man City's midfield at all, but he's up there. Um, and with, um, Fabinho, who I thought was generally quite good. Um, and Oxley chamberlain who I also thought had a good game. It was interesting to see um, how that midfield is going to develop and whether he changes it up. They play Napoli on Tuesday in the Champions League, um, which is why I reckon he's rested Firmino, or tried to. Um, and then they go to, I think it's Chelsea next week. Um, which is going to be a big game because Lampard away at Chelsea Lampard will want to get his first win proper first win at Stamford Bridge Um, especially after the Sheffield United debacle a couple of weeks ago Um, just back to Newcastle for a second Uh, how do you think like Joe Linton and like the forward players did which one was Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Uh, he played in striker. Uh, Him and like Almiron and Atsu. Well, the guy who scored the goal. Willems. Uh, the left he back. He was doing really well, actually. Atsu, more so in the first half than the second half. Yeah, I thought Atsu um, had a good first half hour or so. Also. Yeah. Um, and they were working sort of quite well in the front half of like the squad in general. Um, I think they were they were doing what we didn't really see under Benitez so often, which was like pressing from the front. But that's when we cons- conceded the two goals was when you could see a tiredness creeping in mm-hmm. before the half. And uh, obviously the second goal came on a 40 minutes. Um, you could tell Joel Linton was getting knackered anyway. And then when he got injured, it was like... Well, when he went down, it was like... 
well this is worrying because Muto came on for Almiron and I just don't know what Muto is like is Muto a striker or a winger like I just don't know or a number 10 well I've been saying that Almiron wasn't much better to either like he, he pressed really hard in terms of always running for the ball and always playing he was one of the few ones especially in the first half again that was like running right up to the front and yeah. just trying to but he's always offside but yeah he was always offside and then when he did run like he's fast but he can do wasn't doing anything else today apart from being fast really yeah that's (laughs) that's fair but I would say that he's maybe had a couple of weeks like that Um, that's kind of his game well he can run but can't actually play a ball well I think he has the skills to be able to do that I think he's definitely a quality player but I think at the same time he uh, he just needs a little bit more support, like because Atsu and Joe Linton aren't the sort of players that are going to create stuff for. Well, Joe Linton's not the sort of player that's going to create stuff for Atsu, and Van Dijk won every header today. I thought Joe Linton was good at pressing, defensive, uh, and defensively was good, but didn't win anything in the air mm. against what was a very good. Van Dyke, and what you see in the flesh is that he's just so um, commanding, like he's just so controlled, even when he's making a tackle. Um, problem for um, Newcastle, Fabian Chair went off injured. Um, do you think he had a good game? Uh, yes, I do. I, get, I feel like I'm repeating myself, and I am. <sighs> but I just noticed a lot more from everyone in the first half and second half anyway. I didn't notice him as much in the second half. Yeah. I don't know why that is. I think because we, we were sat so deep and Liverpool just had so much more kind of uh, attacking prowess. I mean, they could have had, by the end, they could have had five or six. Mane had the ball in the net, Firmino offside. Uh, they should have had a penalty in the first half as well, yeah, which uh, I'm sure Dave's going to mention when Dave talks in a second. Uh, but, you know... I think not a disgraced result. Say so not a bad performance by Newcastle going into Brighton next week. It's a big game. Liverpool going into Napoli during the week. You'd expect them to take three points in that group. Um, and you'd expect them to go to Chelsea on a high next week. They continue their 100% record. Um, and they look a force. They look like they could win the title. In terms of uh, this last thing we're going to talk about, while we nearly die crossing this road, um, fuming. Um, just a, just on the atmosphere at Anfield, obviously it's the first time we've both been to Anfield. Yeah, I was highly disappointed. Highly disappointed. Um, like the away end in the, in the castle, away end is always all the ones I've been to, which admittedly isn't a lot. But it's, it seems to be all the away games that we tend to go to. And all of them were like, it really were loud and we're singing. And pretty much all the ones we've been to as well, the other side, nothing's happened. We've been to Everton. Classic. How long ago was that? About a year ago. And that was a library. And today was the exact same. I was expecting, because it's Liverpool, because they won the championship. Champions League. Champions League, even. Um, and because, it, like, for them, it was, like, sort of an easy, well... 
and it was going to be an easy win today like we weren't expect we weren't expecting to win maybe a draw a push but i wasn't expecting that either so i was expecting to lose today yeah and they would have been expecting the same thing so like definitely you would think that they would be buzzing and just being like oh yeah gonna see loads of goals like it's a big new state moderately new stadium well they've got that new bit of the stand on haven't they yeah um and it was just the atmosphere was rubbish until they got ahead and then all of a sudden like you know they started seeing again but like for the first mm, 35 minutes yeah nothing was happening well that was highly disappointed i thought the same i wasn't like i thought that when they sang you never walk alone i thought oh this like before the game i was like i'm gonna have hairs on the back of my neck or whatever yeah and it was you know it was good <laughs> like it wasn't incredible like you see pundits gushing on the tv i wasn't like amazed you know what i mean well to, to them this isn't a big game you know what I mean? Like, historically, this has been a big game. In the 90s, there were some of the best games ever. Were Like, in Premier League history, the 4-3, um, the 1-0, um, Steve Watson. Uh, I think that was at Anfield under Keegan. And, like, historically, it's been a huge fixture. And there's been some great games in the past. But I just think, for them, it's not a huge fixture. And also... I would say that for I was more disappointed with the fact that when they went behind, there was no. We didn't cheer on the lads. Well, the I thought that that would wake them up. Yeah. And it woke the Liverpool players up because <laughs> they were much better after after yeah. that. Um, but you know, I just you know, it's, I was disappointed when they were loud. They were loud. Don't get me wrong. They were the loudest when they were clapping off a player when he got subbed. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Um, but yeah, overall, in terms of atmosphere, a bit disappointed. Um, I mean, it's an incredible stadium and it's, like, historic. But in terms of, uh, like, the fan base, I was a bit disappointed. Talking about the fan base, uh, Dave Ormsby, who is making his debut on the podcast today, Uh he was watching the game at home, so he's going to give like a Liverpool fan perspective on this. Um, and here he's now. Hey guys, Dave Ormsby here, just giving a Liverpool fan perspective on the game against Newcastle yesterday. Um, yeah, it was a good game uh, for Liverpool. I think it was just another one of those games where we've, we've come to expect from Liverpool now, where we just see them finding ways to break down these teams, finding ways to... Uh, just break break through you know pretty much any system that we seem to come up against um I think a lot of it you know uh goes back to that run in for the title uh towards the end of last season where you know ourselves and city were just coming up against uh all these teams that we ju- we just couldn't afford to drop any points we couldn't afford to get anything but three points every single week and that kind of pressure that was there just constantly for you know the last few months it was um it just kind of allowed this Liverpool side to be able to find ways of just getting through any any system really you know whether people would want to you know play open and counter or you know uh, sit back and play like two banks of four or whatever um, and it's it's great it's kind of developed this mentality in this Liverpool side now um, and it's it's just got this element of like okay if we go one goal down it's you know 
amongst the fans and and the team, it's everyone's just going okay. Sound like we've got to score two. Who fancies it? You know who's who's stepping up, um, and there's not that panic there that there used to be. Uh, you know, I think a lot of it goes back to Klopp when he first arrived. You know, he really made a point of saying to the Liverpool fans, look, if we go 1-0 down, if we go 2-0 down, if, if if the game's level with 10 minutes to go, like, don't be getting on the team's back. Like, just be patient, you know, just settle, be less nervous and that'll, that'll kind of like filter through to the team. And, you know, it really has done. And, you know, he's got a lot, we've got a lot to thank him for, for really instilling that mentality. Um, it's It's quite similar, I think, in ways to the the Fergie mentality, uh, and you know when I used to watch United teams under him, you know you'd see them go a goal or two down, and you'd still be saying like, okay, they're still going to win this, they're still going to get something from this game, um, and you know nine times out of ten, you know they generally did, um, and that mentality, you know, it's there amongst the fans, it's it's there amongst the team, and I think most importantly, you know, the same as it was with United, it is for us, it's. It's there against the opposition, and it's the opposition players that they they're aware of it. You know, they they sense that they sense that there's still that confidence, even if they go a goal up, that this Liverpool team are going to find goals. Um, you know, when they need to, and you know, because of that patience, because of that lack of panic amongst the Liverpool players. Now, you know, we've got this ability to really just just get under team skin and just just break them down you know and be be calm and confident and be like okay opening kind of part of the game uh and Willems took his goal really well um that was an absolute rocket um again it kind of exposed uh Alexander Arnold a little bit and I think that's been an issue with him um you know uh, recently and it's it's been pointed out quite a few times but I think you know it's something that hopefully he is gonna he is gonna work on because you know it's, it's a weak link in our armor that side um and it's it's kind of it's kind of like him being like a victim of being a, like a very modern fullback. You know, the, the modern fullback now, especially the way we play ours, is essentially um, an old school winger. You know, you look at that kind of David Beckham type position where you know Alexander Arnold and Andy Robertson they are just up and down that touchline. You know, just whipping those balls in, and it is the way you used to see those old wingers play. And it's it just adds to that you know like uber attacking element to modern football. Um, and it can leave that uh, that space exposed behind. You know, I think Robertson is a, a bit more of an adept. He's a lot more of an adept defender. Um, you know, he never really seems to struggle with kind of getting back and um, being out of position. But I think Alexander-Arnold, you know, he's a bit younger. Um, he still needs to develop that side of his game a little bit more. And hopefully throughout the course of the season, we'll, we'll see him doing that. Because, um, you know, I think it's going to be something that teams uh, already have done and, and will continue to target. Um, but overall, you know, Newcastle, you know, they they came out strong, and um, you know they they took they took their opening chance against us, and you know we've seen that they can they can kind of bloody the nose of some of the bigger teams. You know, they got the result against Spurs the other week, and I think for them it's it's going to be mentally a big thing is to to keep that attitude for the whole ninety minutes. You know, Newcastle have never really been a team of struggles uh, either like you know from a squad point of view or a fan point of view to really get geared up for the big games you know they love it they relish it um, and they're just going to have to try and keep that mentality going throughout a full 90 minutes throughout the season you know again it's difficult playing against teams like Liverpool and City where they can just hurt you from all angles angles of the pitch Um, and I think as well Newcastle are really going to have to focus a lot more on carrying that mentality over 
into the the games against the smaller opponents, the the opponents towards the bottom of the table, which is more than likely where they're going to be or you know where they are right now. Um, you know, uh, they're they're going to be the points that are really going to you know cost them. Yeah, and as I'm sure no one will disagree with me. Uh, Bobby Firmino is the difference uh, alongside Mane yesterday. Um, he is just the thing that glues that team together, unlocks the style of play. Um, you know, there's there's no other player like him. He is just so unique in that position and that role that he plays, and he's just such a joy to watch. You know, the, the freedom and the uh, the enjoyment and the lightheartedness that he has to his game. You know, for someone who reads the game so well, is such an incredible technician uh, and such an elite player. To see him have that enjoyment and the the fluidity to his game, he's and he, and the selflessness selflessness as well. You know, he he is just so invaluable to the team, and he is the difference when when he's not. In the in the lineup in the starting eleven, you know you notice him more than you notice anyone else not being there. And I love Origi. Um, I think there's no one who would disagree with the fact that he's not he's not like a starting player. He's he is an impact player, and he's a great impact player. He can come on 60, 70 minutes when teams are slowing down a little bit, and he can just get the ball, run at them. You know, he's a big fella. He can get himself in and around uh, all the defenders and. The problem is that when when he starts games, you know his style of play is a lot um, is a lot slower than players like Firmino, Mane, and Salah. Whereas, you know, he he kind of stunts the fluidity on that play, and um, he doesn't allow it to to kind of move as freely as someone like Firmino. But uh, again, you know, it's that's not it's you know it's hard to criticize someone for for not being Bobby Firmino because, like I said, you know, there just isn't anyone that is that player you know he's just he's unbelievable um as well as Bobby obviously you know Mane is the is the game changer as well um he is that player who you know the consistency he's developed in just being able to find himself in a little bit of space and can just get that goal out of just a little half a chance is just unbelievable you know um he is just the, the best on our team for just kind of getting us out I think of those like sticky situations and just just finding those vital goals um you know you look at players like Salah and obviously his game is I think a bit more suited to to playing against teams with a little bit more space in you know I think when you whenever you do see Salah struggle which is quite rarely you know you see him uh find it hard against those teams that really double up on him don't give him that space whereas uh Sadio Mane just he he can just create something out of nothing, um, and you know we've seen it from Salah before, where he you know he obviously can do that, and he is an absolute world class player. He's you know he's he's in that top bracket of players, but uh, you know Mane is undoubtedly in that bracket as well. And between the two of them, you know, um, as well as Firmino, you know, talking about the mentality that Newcastle have to have, but it's it's so tricky when if you double up on one player like Salah or Mane, you know, the other one is there to then sneak in behind, take advantage of the space that's left from that. And, you know, if you've got your eye on one player, you know, another one's gonna one of the others is just gonna pop up and, you know, to try and to try and mark out all of them is just, you know, it's it's just so difficult. Um yeah, for, for any team to break down um, and that's just the nature of playing Liverpool at the minute it was nice to see us not have to really step up too many gears uh, with looking ahead to uh, Napoli on Tuesday you know it's um, it's going to be a tough task to go away there and I think that was a big concern especially after like an international break was keeping the fitness and keeping a clean bill of health for all the players um, so I think yeah have, having that that chance to 
you know, towards the end anyway, be able to, you know, just drop down a little bit and be able to coast was good and hopefully sets us up for, uh, you know, a, a good away game on Tuesday. Um, yeah, so good game. Uh, Newcastle made a good account of themselves. Uh, I wish them all the best for the, the rest of the season. Um, I think they've I think they've got it in them. It'll be it'd be good to to see how they get on, and um, yeah, Liverpool hopefully keep this consistency up. Just take it one game at a time, and um, yeah, you never know. Hopefully, we can end up top of the table end of the season up the Reds.